Turn with me in your Bibles to Luke chapter 22. Uh, If you don't have a Bible this morning, we have some men who are going to come down the aisle. And if you want to raise your hand, they'll make sure that you get a copy of it. Luke chapter 22. Perhaps the greatest event recorded in the Old Testament is the Exodus. God's miraculous deliverance of his people from 400 years bondage to the Egyptians. As we know, it was the last of the ten plagues, the, the death of the firstborn, that God used to deliver his people. God saved his people from that judgment through the death of a sacrificial lamb. Each family was instructed by God to... Uh, sacrifice a spotless lamb, and to mark the top and the sides of the door frame of their homes with his blood. They were to remain in their houses that evening until morning. That night, the Lord went through the land of Egypt and struck down every firstborn. And it says that uh, that he would uh, prevent the deliverer from pa- and would pass over the houses that were marked by the blood of the lamb. They were saved through the blood of a sacrificial lamb. From that day fo- forward, uh, so that they would never forget the event, the Lord instructed them that they were to celebrate the Passover feast as a memorial. Each year, they were to observe this feast, which involves the sacrifice of a, of a sacrificial lamb. From that day on, uh, Israel has been practicing, God's people has been practicing that. About 1,500 years later, Jesus Christ was with his disciples during the week of the Passover celebration. While they were in the upper room, he expressed to them, his intense desire to want to eat the Passover meal with them. So look with me at Luke 22. We'll begin at verse 14. It says, When the hour had come, he reclined at the table, and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I shall never again eat it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he had taken the cup and given thanks, he said, take this, uh, take this and share it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine from now on until the kingdom of God comes. This would be the final time that the Lord would eat the Passover meal. He would not eat it again until his kingdom is established on earth. The reason is because at this time, as they were together in the upper room, he, in a moment, he, would, he was about to be betrayed, arrested, and on the very next night, he would be crucified on the cross as the Lamb of God. Immediately after this Passover meal, the Lord inaugurated a new meal as the, what we know as the Lord's Supper. Look at verse 19 and 20. 
And when he had taken some of the bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them and saying, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup after he had eaten, saying, this cup, which is poured out for you, is the new covenant in my blood. See, what the Lord did here in this moment is very significant. He did something that was very unusual. He led his disciples in the very last divinely authorized Passover meal. This was the last time they were going to look back at their deliverance from bondage in Egypt through the death of the Passover lamb. At the very same time, the Lord inaugurated a a brand new meal, the very first divine authorized meal of the Lord's Supper. This would become the new memorial meal through which all believers would look back to their salvation from bondage of sin through the death of the perfect Lamb of God. The Lord here was bringing an end to the Passover celebration and initiating the beginning of the Lord's Supper. He was marking the end of the Old Covenant with all of its laws and all the rituals, all the ceremonies and the sacrifices. And he was beginning the new covenant, which was about to be established through his death on the cross. Jesus Christ is the perfect lamb of God. The Old Testament sacrificial lamb, the Passover lamb, was simply a picture, a glimpse, a foreshadow of what the perfect lamb that would one day come, and that lamb is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ God himself came into this world in order to be that perfect, sinless Lamb of God who would bear the sins and the wrath of God on behalf of those who believe in him. He paid for the penalty of our sins through his death. He was our substitute. He took the penalty that we deserve. The Lord's Supper, the communion time, is a time for believers for those of us who personally know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, for those of us who have trusted in him and in him alone to save us from our sins. It's a time for us to remember what he has done to provide for our salvation. The bread is a visual reminder to us of his body, which was crucified on the cross for us. The cup is a visual reminder to us of his blood, which he gave to pay for the penalty of our sins so that we can be forgiven of all our sins. It says in 1 Corinthians that as often as we eat this bread and we drink the cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The Lord's Supper is a constant affirmation, a constant reminder to us of the Lamb of God who gave his life for our salvation. Have you believed in Jesus Christ to save you from your sins? If you have never turned to uh, Jesus Christ, turned from your sins to Jesus Christ, and believed in him alone to save you from your sins, I invite you to believe in him. 
to put your faith and trust in him alone to save you from your sins and to provide you eternal life. If you have not trusted Jesus Christ for your salvation, then I would encourage you not to participate in the communion, but simply to pass the elements along to the next person. And I would encourage you also to just think about what Jesus Christ has done for you, that he came to die on the cross. If you place your faith and trust in him alone, he will save you from your sins. If you have believed in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then we invite you to join us in our time of remembering our Lord and what he accomplished on the cross for us. Let's take a moment to prepare our own hearts before we participate in the Lord's Supper. Uh, The New Testament encourages us to examine our hearts before the Lord, to make sure that we're walking in fellowship with him before we participate in uh, this memorial. So when you're ready, please take, um, take the time to, um, to participate in the communion. Like now, uh, I'd like to ask the men to come forward and to distribute the elements.